Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. I've been doing this podcast since September of 2012, and boy, are my lips tired. This is your daily dose of happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Now, this is going to be an interesting show today because um, Dan's going to be jumping in pretty soon here. And Alex, unfortunately, can't join us because, believe it or not, her internet is out and uh, she's like going crazy because she's like a TV watcher. So like she's in withdrawal right now. But uh, hopefully that's going to get ironed out soon. We do have a special guest today returning to the show after a couple week absence. It's like it's been years is Robert Riopel. And Robert, I'm so glad that you're able to join us today. Uh, I know you can only stay for like a part of the show, but. I've been looking forward to this because, uh, and I'm looking forward to when Dan's able to drop in because you and Dan do the same thing. You guys help people build up financial situations to a large amount. In fact, he's logging in now. Hey there, Daniel. How you doing there, guy? Hey, I'm just and, changing and, the speakers so that I can. All right, hear well, it. That, that, that's a good thing. We, I mean, we, we need you to be able to do that. So, Dan, meet Robert. <laughs> Robert, meet Dan. And, and hey, buddy. Oh. I was just explaining how you guys do the same thing. You, you guys, you guys teach people how to become, you know, super abundant with money. I mean, it goes beyond that, but that's like the focus. And, and I've been looking forward to, to having the two of you talk about this. This is like a cool thing. So, just a heads up again, Walt. I do need to hop off half past today. I might be able to come back, but I do have to hop off. So, we'll yep. have all well, the you fun. Both have to. It's like both of you have to hop off halfway through the show. That's what's so weird today. That, yeah, that's, I well, mean. Walt's going to have to be the adult and just keep carrying on, but I don't know, Walt, you're, all those things you're telling me about Dan don't describe what you just said about him. I don't know. You were telling me other stuff off screen, I think, weren't you? <laughs> I, I was now, telling him, Dan. Now the truth comes out. Now the truth comes right? out. Well, I was, I was telling him what it's like to do a show with you and Alex, because let's okay. be honest. I mean, that's like a different kind of show, right? Yeah, we, we have some fun, to be honest. Yeah, I would say so. And, and, and I told him, I said, I don't do fun. We're not allowed to have fun. This is got to be very, very serious today. And so I don't know why he's laughing at me now. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, Walt, I was going to tell you, you almost hurt my one feeling. I'm watching the intro, and I'm like, why is my picture not on there? You know, I met you two weeks ago, and you haven't even edited me in yet. Dude. God. Yeah, this is going to be an, inter- an interesting show today, no doubt about it. <laughs> but uh, as for the second half of the show, no worries. Anne-Marie Young is going to jump in and kind of uh, fill in the gap with us, so Beautiful. so we're going to be good there. Beautiful. Yeah, we're going to be in good shape. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was just telling Robert that uh, Alex, I don't know if you heard this, Daniel, Alex can't do the show because she doesn't have internet today. Like, it's her, out. Where, where did her internet go? It It, it went away. It just, it, it's been out and she's in, she's in TV withdrawal right now. Poor Alex. What's she going to do? Uh, she's begging for it to come back. That's what she's doing. <laughs> how, how did she tell you she, her internet was out through the internet? Cell phone. Cell phone. Oh, so she could have hotspotted if she really, truly wanted to be here. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you know, she could have got creative. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> Alex, if you're watching, you just got called out, bro. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's a tough crowd today. What can I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I want to uh, do a little note comparing here between the two of you, because again, you guys do very much the same kind of thing. And I, I guess I want each of you to just give us like a two minute deal. How did you get into what it is that you're doing? Robert, I'm going to start with you. Just give us like a, like, I mean, obviously you, you, you 
you, you discovered success on your own, but then you decide you wanted to help other people out. Talk about that bit a little bit. Yeah, you know, in Canada, we it, it, the saying says, it only takes a few kicks to the head with a frozen muckluck before I finally get it. <laughs> and, you know, those few kicks were going $150,000 in personal debt, even though I was a successful Domino's Pizza Man um, uh, franchisee. But uh, trying to keep up with the Joneses, it just was my wife and I, as we made more money, we spent more money because coming from poor families, it was like, isn't that what you do? And um, when we were so stressed out after eight years of being franchisees, we get introduced to personal development for the first time. Three days changed our life. Uh, we take and, and I will openly admit, probably the reason we took action with what we learned that weekend is we were in so much stress. We knew something had to change. There was no other option. And because of that, we were able to do that from $150,000 in debt to actually being retired completely financially free nine months later at the age of 32. And, you know, I'm not a smart man, but I was smart enough to know that something worked. And uh, <laughs> so that's when we decided to dive more into training and learning. Because I'm a big believer too, Walt, that learn from as many people as you can. Like you were mentioning Dan and I, we pretty much do the same stuff. But I guarantee you, I, we can say the same thing, but some people go, Wow, the way Dan said it just, it clicked. And other people go, the way Robert said that just clicked. So that's why getting the message out any way we can. And I, I when I found my passion was to be a trainer, it was like nothing was going to stop me. And so the last 20 years now, I've been blessed to travel around the world several times and teach over half a million students. That's cool. And that's, okay. that's a short, long version short. <laughs> you did great. You did excellent. Really? I love that. So. Dan, it's been the, the, the ball's in your court. Yeah, pain, pain, Walt, pain, pain, pain. Pain. <laughs> pain. pain. Thinking I can do it all by myself and that I don't need any help. Um, a bit more pain. Um, <laughs> the arrogance of youth. Uh, did I say pain already? No, but yeah, seriously. <laughs> I wasn't sure of the accent. No. I wasn't sure if you said pain or pain. So I was wondering. <laughs> But yeah, making and losing everything twice, um, having to rebuild. And, you know, what I do now is it's been a calling. And what I share now has been the path, much like Robert said. That there's, I, I think there's a difference. I'm about to throw some shade. Dun, dun, dun. There's a difference <laughs> between people who read a book, did a program on how to be a coach, and went off and taught what they read in the book, between somebody who's lived a life experience and is energetically communicating to you the steps that they took on their experience. And I say this all the time, well, you know, you know, this one, people will feel you before they see or hear, hear you. Yeah. I can, like, I came into the room. I knew this guy knew was what he said he was. The words don't say it. The energy speaks the truth of it. Someone can, um, someone, for example, I, I was on somebody's, no, someone was a guest on my podcast not too long ago. The episode's not going to be aired. But the whole thing was them trying to pitch me to be a client. And they were telling all of these stories, but I could feel the energy of a rehearsed story that's choreographed to try and get me to give them some money versus the truth of someone showing up just to serve the audience. And if something happens, something happens. There's a difference between the two and people can feel it. Uh, my work now is communicating that to people uh, oh. and recognizing that the journey that I've gone the, the missteps. Did I mention the pain? The pain. They can learn from that. <laughs> <laughs> no, Walt, he didn't I, say anything about pain. Really he just said happiness, ease. It was a, I've been uh, blessed. Joy, joy. 
you know, and and you remind me, and Dan, right away, I already know because I'm lit up with goosebumps right now. I don't know if you can see it. I had hair on my head, be standing up, and one of my mentors just reminded me of something. And I was listening to a recording of a training we did with him two years ago, and on that he said, "Look, what is business? Business is simply solving problems for people yeah. at a profit, of course." Mm-hmm. He said, "And business is finding problems people are having." And then solving them, sure. He said, but don't you dare try and solve a problem for someone else that you haven't solved for yourself. Mm. And I love that because, yeah, it's, and, and one of my big, because I've been blessed to train thousands of trainers, I tell them, never, ever, ever offer something from the stage that you don't believe in 100% yourself. Because the moment your lips open, and I was thinking of that song by, um, is your lips are moving, your lips are moving, your lips are moving, and you lie, lie, lie. <laughs> people get that without even having to think about it. Right? It's, it's, they sense that you're something, and it's like what you're saying, right, Dan? They're getting it. They're like, oh, something's funky something's here. Funky here. And, and so that's why you've got to be able to, and, and I just, you've got to, all the things I teach are stuff that changed my life. Mm-hmm. And and that's what's made the biggest difference, I believe. So mm-hmm. I love it. You and I are right on like hundred percent. Hundred percent. I love that. That is great. That is great. I totally agree with what you guys are saying. I mean, that's why I don't try to teach anything about attracting money because that's not a strength of mine. That's why I have guys like you on. <laughs> I'm covered. I don't hey, it wasn't me, it was them. They were the ones who said it, not me. <laughs> but there's something but there's something about the the, the the integrity with which you show up when you do your show walk, you say, I'm here learning, come along for the ride. Yeah. Not those yep. people, I watch The Secret, now I'm a manifesting maven. Dude, like, stop lying. Your lips are no, it, it was me, I, I watched The Secret and you know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I watched The Secret and I couldn't figure it out. That's what it, became the basis of the podcast. I well, mean, seriously. It's a secret. People it's a resonate secret. With people- it's a secret, yeah. <laughs> resonate with that well people resonate with it that's why they're drawn to listen to the podcast um there's truth there that people can feel in my opinion uh, i well, totally I think you're right yeah and and, and look I've, I've and dan i don't know your experience about being on stages but i'll tell you the second thing i teach people is is be who you are on the mm-hmm. stage as the same person off i said because in the industry is you would be blown away by how many people who are so dynamic on the stage and the moment they walk off the stage it's like who is that person? My wife and I, we used to have fun. We used to have fun because as I became a trainer, my wife became a logistics supervisor and mm-hmm. everybody wanted to be on the stage that we were on. And in the beginning, no one knew who my wife was. So mm-hmm. as we do an event that had multiple trainers, at the end of the night, we'd sit down and I'd go, okay, tell me, how did they treat the staff? Mm-hmm. How were they when they came off the stage? And mm-hmm. my wife can read people like crazy. And when they start figuring out who they were, all of a sudden, because to me, they're like, oh, Robert, Robert. And, uh, you know, they come off the stage and they just like become jerks to the staff. That mm. doesn't mm. work. For me. That mm. does not mm. work. I don't mm. care how brilliant you are. If you don't have a great team behind you, you're only maybe 50% as effective as you truly could be. Mm-hmm. And so people start figuring out who they were. And all of a sudden they'd be like, Roxanne. And she's like, it ain't got your number, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one as well. Like, was it the, um, let's see. Look at how people treat folks that they don't need. That's right. Mm. That's where you, you see the truth of someone, how they treat someone that they don't need or don't need anything from. Yep. Yep. 
Mm. And, and, and that's it. And be that middle person because, you know, the biggest issues I've found, and, and tell me your guys' experience, that especially when people struggle financially, is they're either looking up to someone going, wow, or they're looking down at people. Mm. When you realize we're all the same, mm-hmm. there's no, you know, maybe Dan, Walt, myself, maybe we have information other people don't have. Sure. So we can teach them, but doesn't everybody else have information we don't have? So we can oh, learn yeah. just as much. And mm-hmm. so when you're the middle person, you realize we are all the same. And if we treat each other like we are the same, that we're not better or worse than anybody else, that's when true communication, I think, can really come in. I think for me, um, on that point, and I learned this watching the kids, my, my son's 14 months, my stepdaughter's six, watching them and hearing what comes from them and the lessons that come out of them when I'm still and just observe, that really kind of cemented an idea that I had a long time ago that God can use anything to teach you a lesson. But God really can use anything to teach you a lesson if you're open to it. But you have to be open to it. And much to your point, not looking down or looking up, just be present and aware and allow the messages to come through. Yeah. Do you guys want to know where my greatest lessons tend to come from? Go for it. My pet pig. All 265 pounds out of her. Okay. I, I, I wasn't expecting that one. I was I not expecting that one. That's why I was like, my pet Chihuahua baby. <laughs> no, I'll tell you. Um, two days old, we started bottle feeding her. She was this big. You know, mm-hmm. it, you, you've heard the saying "squeals like a pig." We know where that comes from. Every uh, hour and a half, and, and <laughs> we're so tired trying to bottle feed her, helping a friend out. My wife stuffed her in her bra, and she'd have her little hose out, and so we'd be sleeping. All of a sudden, she'd wake up. She'd go. My wife would grab a ball. <laughs> She's now 10 years old. My pig, not my wife. My wife and I have been married 33 years. Yeah. But she's 10 years old. And we're actually, my wife and I eventually, one of our goals is we want to write a series of children's books based on her called The Adventures of Gracie May. Mm-hmm. Because I'm a big believer. Anything you want to learn, learn from nature. Mm-hmm. When we mm-hmm. talk, you talk about focus. When she's focused... And if there's something a pig does not want to do, you're not getting a 265-pound pet pig to do anything. So learning so much, I get so many lessons, and I actually put them into my trainings. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. We actually have – there's a farm near us that has a pig that they feature for, like, children's birthday parties. So when you're talking about your pig, that's what I'm thinking about. Gilbert is the, this particular pig's name. and. I'm imagining because they 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 like advertise everywhere. Everybody in the area knows about Gilbert the pig. It's like he he's the most famous uh, livestock that that there is around here. And when when I think about what you're saying about writing a book about it, I, I mean I think of it like you know the book written from what what's her name? Gracie May. From Gracie May's perspective, so Gracie oh, yeah. May basically writing the book. Oh yeah, we go on camp when we go camping because we love camping. She goes with us. And I'll tell you, at 60 pounds, I quit lifting her in and out of the back seat of the truck. Gentlemen, <laughs> yes. she's a princess. She, she gets the whole back seat. She gets the best seat in the whole truck. Um, so it took my wife five minutes to teach her to walk up and down a ramp. And, you know, they're so smart. And she is a princess. She is an absolute princess. But that's exactly what we're going to do, Walt, is it's going to be a series because it's going to be Gracie May on her camping trip. Um, when we used to walk, uh, Halloween's around our house are a blast. The, the neighborhood lines up at the door. Is Gracie May here again this year? My wife's got her in a different outfit and they get to feed her popcorn before they get their treats if they, if they want. And we have so much fun with that. That's great. I love that. But the, well, there's one problem around it though. My What's wife doesn't that? like that I say she's a, a princess and that she thinks she's a dog. 
my wife says she's not a dog. And I said, well, it's like this. Our pigs think she's a dog. Our dog thinks he's human. And all men are pigs. So it goes around in a great big circle. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so you did my it. wife, uh... I, did, I did. And my wife, she, so she bought me a big sticker for Christmas a few years ago. It said, men are not pigs. Pigs are kind, sensitive, and caring. I, I almost liked your wife until that second line. <laughs> As a man, I must object to this. <laughs> Does it matter if we object? <laughs> not really. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not on stage on that one, no. <laughs> Well, by know, the way, speaking of, speaking of on stage, though, there's something I wanted to, to ask you about because you mentioned how um, it, you know somebody's on stage on an event you're doing, and then they go off stage and they treat people differently. And I've encountered people like that. Sometimes they've ended up being on the show for like one episode. But I don't know about you. Maybe, maybe this is just me. They do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I That's quite all right. But but I can usually feeling the vibe in like the first five minutes that there's something wrong with the person. It just yeah. isn't, it doesn't feel right. Yep. Absolutely. And, and it's a sense, but so many people have become polished and it's like any industry. It's not just a training industry that you, you experience this. If any industry, you'll be able to see that where some people, uh, it's a few bad apples that kind of impact people's opinions uh, of what it's around. Right. So you see that everywhere. And so I choose to live by the advice my mentor who taught me to train says, he said, Robert, never be afraid to meet any of your students anywhere in the world and have to figure out who to be. Mm. And, and you know, because if you're trying to have to think about it, then you're now out of um, authenticity and you're disconnected. And I've met students in the most amazing places around the world. And the first question is like, you are this kind of crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I know how to be. It's, it's like that whole added the whole thing of you know if you haven't lied you haven't had to, you don't have to think about the story you don't have to remember anything. That's right. That's right. That's right. Absolutely. I did. So, I, did Daniel, I dated a girl once. Live? I live in Cabo, San Lucas, in Mexico. Oh dang! Now I'm jealous. I'm up here in minus thirty weather, and you're down there soaking up the sun. Oh, no, no, it's really oh. cold here. There's snow. There's rain. Everything. Oh, is there really? Yeah. Okay, what weather did I say it was again? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I don't know whether to believe them. Oh, did I, I got to go. See you guys. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've been here in Cabo since October 2018. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so you're there, I'm in Canada. Walt, you're kind of somewhere in between us then. Well, kind of at a, like a 90 degree angle, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> get technical on me now. Fine, get technical. <laughs> Well, you guys are toward the west. I'm more toward the east. So, I mean, like, oh, you're kind of oh, over there and up there. And, yeah. I, I was trying to include you, but thanks. Whatever. You're in northwest Canada? Yeah, I, I'm just above Montana in the province that's just above Montana. Got you. Yeah, yeah, I know where you are. Mm -hmm. Can you see me? Yeah. I'm waving. Yeah. <laughs> Because you're on the screen, Robert. Oh, okay. Dang it. I knew there would be a Did I, Do you remember me saying I'm not a smart man? <laughs> well, you're asking where I am. I mean, I, I, I told you before the show I'm in Connecticut, and I also think I told you how we're getting this really weird weather because yesterday temperatures were around 67 Fahrenheit. Today they're in the low 30s, and we're expecting about four inches of snow. So, you know, it's a little bit strange here day to day. So I, is that in between? I mean, I don't know. Yep, it works. <laughs> uh, 
I I get rain ten to twelve days a year, unless we get a hurricane, in which case we get a little bit more. But that tends to yeah. be like a day or two extra. That's it. Yeah, I mean the rest, the rest of the time, time you're on just, the beach. You're looking at the, the ocean, really. I mean that's yeah, about it. Looking right? at it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's Thanks, a rough life. Well, you're, now you're rubbing it in even more. <laughs> Salt in the wind. So, Dan, where do you train? Where do you go at BC before COVID? Where did you do your trainings mainly? Mainly in the U.S. Mainly in the okay. U.S. That was the main. I've been up to Canada twice to do some work up there. Uh, did some stuff in Europe, uh, but mainly, mainly the U.S. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And how long Yourself? have you been doing that? How, how oh. long have you been doing? This work I've been doing since the begin Q2 2018. Q2 2018. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and I, I love, and Walt, look, one of the things with your podcast, when you asked me to come back, it was an instant yes because A, you have fun. Yes. B, the message and the guests that you bring on to impact your audience, that just to me resonates. And, you know, that's the key because I, I still am coming up with another acronym or another setup for your LOA. Uh, laugh out. I won't say the your what, but you know, there's a lot of things we can have fun with on this. I love, I love that you are willing to just flow and have fun because this is what, if people realize, be you and 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 help people you can. A lot of people think they can't; they don't have mm-hmm. enough experience. But yet, anything that you've gone through, like you know, only 12 days of rain a year, I can now teach people what it's like to be in bad weather of the sun being on the beach. Oh, we had a hurricane, so we got a little bit more. <laughs> It's, it's, how do you, how do you draw out of people what their message is? And so I, I'm glad, I'm just having fun with you guys today. So I question. appreciate being here. I'm glad that you're here. Yeah. Well, that was really the motivation behind starting the podcast. I, I was telling this story, um, just the other day on, a, on someone's summit that, uh, actually it was the summit that you were on, Dan. I followed you. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, I was talking about how I got this thing started because I, I saw the secret in 2007. 2008, my, my entire business evaporated. I struggled until 2012 trying to figure out how to survive. And by that point, I was going back to what I'd seen in that movie, The Secret, and saying, okay, there's something I'm missing here. I don't quite get it. Mm. I, I couldn't even afford to buy a book. That's how bad things were. I mean, mm. literally, just buying anything was beyond my ability at that point. We were so deeply in debt. And so I said, oh, I know. People are doing these things called podcasts. I'll do a podcast. I'll treat it like a radio interview. I'll invite all these people on who know what they're talking about. And they can teach me for free. And it works. <laughs> it works really, really well. <laughs> yeah. Very smart. And then you get me and Dan that know nothing. And then you're like, damn it. Now that's <laughs> right. No, actually, what happens in that situation is it, it just gets funny. It gets funny. <laughs> and that's actually a, a great thing. I mean, I learned that fairly early in this process, how important humor is. Because mm. if you if you could just tap in easily to that humor, it doesn't matter how much you understand about how law of attraction works. Your vibe raises and you start attracting better. Course, so course, you know, course, screw course. the theory, just get happy. You know? <laughs> mm. So there you go, LOA, laugh ourselves alive. Well, that's nice. That's nice. I like that. I'm writing that one down. Laugh ourselves alive. Because, you know, I, I'm a big believer there's way too many serious people on this planet. And life's way too short not to have fun. Yeah, and you, <laughs> and never, know, you never know when it's going to end. That's right. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. So why not laugh now? And and I, I love uh, you know, the look on audience members when I'll go, how many of you believe there's way too many serious people? And they all put their hands up and they say, how many of you know some of those people? And they're like, yeah. I said, how many of you know them intimately? And they're like, oh, <laughs> oh he just hurt. Mean, like, I, like <laughs> I mean, I measure these things like, you know, moment to moment in the day. And then I fit all the categories. That's the way my day goes. So, you know. <laughs> You know, 10 o'clock, great. 11 o'clock, sucked. 12 o'clock, yeah, what was I talking about? Oh, I wish I hadn't said that. I mean, that's the way the day goes, right? Yep, absolutely. And that's our weather here in Alberta. We have a saying that says, if you don't like the weather, look out the other window. It's different. <laughs> it's different, yes. <laughs> it is. It is. I, I, I was telling Dan before he hopped on, I was saying to Walt, I've already shoveled the 200-foot driveway once today, and now it's, you know, I'm snowing again, and by tomorrow morning, it's rain. So it's like, and then it's going to go back to minus 30. Ice rink. <laughs> <laughs> Ice rink, yes. And while, while Dan, we're talking... <laughs> when we're talking, my wife is in the house now getting her weekly massage, and she texts me to let me know that it's starting early, and so she's having a longer massage, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're just rubbing that salt in the wound again. Thanks, honey. Love you. <laughs> what were oh, we talking about goodness. again, Walt? I can't remember. Well, that that's the way Thursdays go. Seriously. Yeah. We, we, we go off on a tangent, and I don't even know where the conversation is anymore. So I just kind You're of give up. <laughs> well, sort of. Well, okay. <laughs> cool. actually, there, there was something I wanted to bring up. I wanted to, to bring up with you guys. Uh, it, it's something I've been trying this week, and I've been getting some pretty interesting results with it. And I'm just kind of curious if you guys have ever tried it. It's really simple. Um, I, I, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff lately, and I was realizing that, you know, you, you kind of go down the spiral occasionally and, and then you, you know, you're trying to do what you can to climb back up and all that kind of thing. I was thinking, I wonder if I can keep myself from going down the spiral just by acknowledging that I'm choosing everything that I'm doing. So literally, as I've been going through my day, I've been saying to myself, okay, I just sat down to do some work at the computer. So I chose to do that. And then I get up to go to the bathroom. I chose to go to the bathroom. Oh. And then I go to have lunch. I chose to have lunch. And the phone rang. I chose to answer the phone. And when I do that, a really interesting thing happens. I feel like I'm in control of my day. It doesn't matter how out of control the day gets. I still feel like I'm in control of my day. And I'm liking it. So I'm I'm sticking with this one for a while. But I'm curious, have you guys ever tried anything like that? Dan, I'll turn that over to you. So I've got an exercise um, called the disruption technique that I give people. And it sounds like you're doing sort of a semi-inversion of the disruption technique. And what happens is you try it for an hour first. And basically, any time you get an impulse, you pause before acting on it and ask where the impulse is coming from and if it's actually what you want to do. So, for example, right now, I looked out the corner of my my water bottle. Oh, I want to drink a water. Do I want to drink a water or am I acting on impulse, like just acting from a program? And it just you can then start to increase the time. You can try it for you know a couple of hours, half a day, a day. And what it does, it just gives you this relationship to your impulses and brings the consciousness to the surface. It just looks like you've kind of done that the other way around, where you just brought yourself back to a place of consciousness and awareness of, oh, this is what I'm consciously making the choice to do right now. It really, really brings you into a space of sovereignty, I think. Totally. That's the way it feels. And choice is, and when people, because they get caught up in the, I have to do this or I should be doing this. It's like, no, the one thing that you do, the only thing in my experience Think people think they have control of their lives. That's the biggest cosmic joke out there. What you do have control of 
And it's an equation I love. It's E plus R equals O. It's not the event that equals the outcome. It's the event plus how you respond or react to the event uh, that's going to equal your outcome. So mm-hmm. where you do have choice is, do I go victim or do I say, well, that was a choice that I'm going to act this way? Or, you know, this that person hurt me. Am I going to take it as a pain or do I choose to say, what's my lesson from this and how mm-hmm. can I adjust things? And that's kind of the equation I, I live by and life by. And it sounds rare, very close to what Daniel's saying because I, and I totally agree. But gentlemen, I hate to say this. I've got a client coming on. I've got to pop off and onto my other Zoom. Uh, Dan, I can't wait to have some more fun with you. Next time, would you actually tell a joke or something, please? <laughs> so serious. I am the joke. <laughs> and I thought I was the only one. Okay. Cool. That's why we resonate well. Walt, thank you for being who you are. Um, look forward to, you know, doing some more episodes with you. If you'll absolutely. Well, we will have you back. I mean, the, the, the calendar is a little bit full right now, but let's find a time. We'll bring you back. Try oh, to do it on a Thursday because that's when Dan's here, you know, and, and then we can just, we can carry on. Cool. I thought you said you were going to have me back. It just depends on how much I pay you. So I'm glad you went the other direction with that. <laughs> That's an interesting oh, idea. Yeah, I hadn't tried it before. Inspiration. All right, guys. Thanks, Take gentlemen. Care, we'll talk to you again. Okay. Take care, Robert. Thanks for dropping in. That was great. <laughs> I need to run as well. Is Emery here yet? She's going to be here so- shortly. Uh, if you need to drop off, go ahead and drop off. Yeah, I've got some uh, some promos that I need to to do anyway. Okay. You do the promos, and I'll, I'll catch you next time, buddy. All right. All right. Have up. a good one. Take care. So that's the way this week is going. It was like I got uh, messages from Alex. I can't make it today. Dan, I got to cut off halfway through, and Robert, I got to cut off halfway through. I'm thinking, okay, yeah, well, that makes like half a show. What do you do with the rest of it? <laughs> Fortunately, Anne-Marie's going to be dropping in pretty quick, but um, I want to talk about some of the guests that we have coming up very, very shortly here on the show. Because like I was saying earlier, we, we got a whole bunch of people who have signed up to be guests, which is great. I mean, this is not something that happened just purely spontaneously out of the blue, unexpectedly. No, I've actually been doing some work to um, connect and find people who'd be appropriate to come onto the show. So um, I, I can't say it's totally out of the blue kind of stuff, but uh, it, it's proving to be really, really cool, the kind of people that we're getting. We're getting some very high-quality people, um, like Robert, um, coming willing to come onto the show and share their expertise and share their stories. And so I think you're going to find the next uh, few weeks are going to be really interesting. Now, the first one tomorrow, <clears throat> this is a friend of Debbie G's, Josie Herndon. Josie was actually on the show in December, I think it was. And uh, she, really interesting woman, really interesting background. She, she is the one who helped Debbie's um, son, when he had the addiction issue and helped him get past that. She's got a clinic in Southern California, I think it is, or Arizona, I can't remember which. But anyway, she she is a a really class act. She totally gets uh, everything about energy, and and her energy is very high. So, no, the Friday show, let's bottom line, let's just put it that way. The Friday show is going to be a high-energy show. You get Debbie, you got Neo on there, that's going to be high-energy anyway, right? We had Josie in. It's going to be even higher energy. Then on Monday, we have a woman named Melissa Oatman coming in. And Melissa has a, a, her own podcast. It's going to be interesting to kind of compare notes because she kind of talks about the same things we talk about here on the show. Uh, slightly different perspective, slightly different way of, of looking at things, slightly different way of, of dealing with things. But there's a lot of overlap. And she's been doing it for a while. So... I'm kind of looking forward to it. I'm kind of looking to see, you know, okay, wh- are there some tips I can pick up from her? Are there some ideas that I can pick up from her? Because she's got a pretty cool gig going on there. So that's going to be Melissa. In fact, also before 
Um, she comes on, on our show here. I'm going to be on her show, on her podcast. So we're doing like a podcast swap. So that's going to be really kind of fun. Um, and then following that on Tuesday, now I don't really know a whole lot about this guy. This is an interesting guy I met, um, named Michael Magruch, Groot, Magruch, Grucci, Magruch, M-A-G-R-U-T-S-C-H-E. I'm going to have to find out exactly how you pronounce his name before I do the show. <laughs> That'd be a good idea, don't you think? Uh, but he's going to be on the show and basically, how do you describe what his, uh, what his gig is? He, uh, I, I, the, 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 these people are, are challenged because they, they, they write up their little descriptions about themselves and the descriptions don't always tell me everything I would need to know. Uh, the way he describes it, he says, I'm a passionate creative art researcher. But when you look deeper at what he's talking about, what he's talking about is talking about consciousness. Let's see, that's why I get confused. How do you describe this person? Um, he believes that you can use consciousness and, and conscious creation to heal yourself. That's certainly a, a concept we're familiar with. Um, but he has this really interesting take on the way that humans interrelate with their environment and with, um, you know, their life, so to speak, and, and their, their, their physical life in the, in the physical world. So it, that one's going to be a really interesting, um, podcast episode. That, that uh, we're going to be doing with him. Then the following day, uh, that'll be on Wednesday. Oh, by the way, got a little more sad news. We already got the news that uh, Jackie Gates had to drop out of doing the Wednesday show. And then the next day I found out that Cindy Chavez is dropping out for a bit. This is going to be a hiatus. She did a hiatus um, about a year ago, I think it was. So we're hoping she's going to be back at some point. Um, but she's, she's actually going to be taking a course where she is um, – I think she's doing what she's, what's called pattern matching. I don't know the whole deal there. The kind of thing that's involved in like creating wallpapers and, and, uh, clothing patterns and all that kind of stuff. And she's getting, going to get into the artistic side of that for a bit. And she's taking a whole course. There's a whole thing about learning Adobe Illustrator. So that's what's going to be tying her up for a bit, but we're hoping we're going to get back at some point. Fortunately, we got all these guests lined up on Wednesdays going for a while now. So we're going to be covered, <clears throat> but I just wanted to let you know that there is that change coming up. So this coming Wednesday is going to be a woman named Heidi Aldridge. Now, when Heidi was 16 years old, she had the police knock on her door. It was two days after Thanksgiving, and her family was informed that her dad had just taken his own life. So you can kind of see what she had to deal with in terms of a, a very traumatic situation um, when she was quite young. Today, she does a radio talk show called The Lemonade Stand. And it's basically about how you take really lousy lemons handed to you in life and turn them into lemonade. So that's also going to be a really, really cool episode that uh, she's going to be doing with us. And I'm looking forward to to hearing her story. It's uh, Obviously, the first part of the story is going to be kind of a tough part. But after that, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And then this coming Thursday, this is another one of those names. I, I, I have trouble pronouncing something. Tashian, I think. Tashian. I'm not quite sure how you pronounce her name. Tashin, I think it is. T-A-S-H-J-I-A-N. I think that's Tashin, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Donna Tashin is her name. She's going to be on the show. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, uh, now Donna's gig is that she is, uh, this is one of those things where it's hard to figure out how do you describe this person. Um, she, she calls herself a life mastery coach. Let's put it that way. Um, and she, 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 she she likes to use the analogy of baggage. 
She, everything is about baggage. And she likes turning the baggage into luggage. So we're going to, and I know that's not the only kind of metaphor she likes to use, but she likes to take metaphors of here's an, an unpleasant kind of thing, and let's turn it into a, a metaphor of a pleasant kind of thing as a way of dealing with stuff. So that's an interesting kind of take too. Um, and she also emphasizes the importance of joy as a way to overcome anxiety and depression. That's going to be interesting to, to talk about because um, I, we all know how difficult it can be to really jump right up on that emotional guidance system scale, um, you know, especially on demand. So I'm going to be curious to see what her take is on how you do it. Cause um, we've always talked about how you do it by, you know, taking one micro step at a time, right? You do it through the micro shift method. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, how she decides to, or how she has decided, let's put it that way, how she in her own life has decided to handle that kind of thing. Cause that's, that's a, that's a pretty big kind of leap, but she apparently has a method for it. So that's going to be the fun part of the conversation. And then on Friday, we've got Terry Wildeman, Wildman, Wildman, I think it is, Terry Wildeman. And Terry, she is a, uh, she, well, she's a podcast host herself. And she, she has kind of a, a, an interesting take on how to be a, a podcast host. She, she's kind of like a teacher rather than a host, if you know what I mean. Um, so she teaches like stress management and um, positive communications and decision making and stuff like that. And the reason I thought she'd be an interesting uh, addition uh, for a visit on the show was she does it all from an energetic and intuitive perspective. Now, that's something we're all familiar with. Um, she, she's a medium and she's a healer. And, and so she's using these, these modalities, these, these healing modalities as a way to present her view on how can you handle these real world situations? How do you handle the stress? How do you handle decision making? How do you handle leadership situations? How do you do positive communication? And so that's going to be an interesting take as well. So next week, that's just next week. I mean, we, we are currently booked through March into, I think we're booked all the first week of April at this point. So we're booked like four weeks out right now with guests, just solid guests every single day. And there are a bunch who are, are scheduled even beyond that, but all the days haven't filled in, so to speak. Um, so this is just kind of giving you an idea of some of the things coming on uh, down the road. Um, don't see Anne-Marie coming in just yet. I'm not sure. She may, she was, um, I, I think we guys, we told you guys, we started a power of eight group along the same line as what Lynn McTaggart writes about in, in her book, The Power of Eight. And we, and, uh, we invited people here on the show, uh, listeners to, uh, be, be participants and co-hosts too. Um, among the co-hosts, Louie and Anne-Marie are both, um, involved in the group. Um, Cindy at some point, um, was also involved for a little bit. And many of our listeners are there as well. They're currently doing, they're finishing up a meeting and, uh, I'm not sure exactly how long that's going to go. Uh, but the, it's possible that she could be hung up there for a while just because the meeting gets pretty intense because we're doing all this work energetically helping everybody. We're like focusing all the group energy on each individual person in the group. And by the way, if you want to be a part of that group, send me an email. I mean, I'll, I'll make sure to get an invite out to you through Facebook to be uh, invited to that group. And you're, you're more than welcome to participate. Um, we've had people from the Taya community tying in, which is pretty cool. Uh, Sandra Kodahar, for instance, was one of the uh, Taya coaches has been, become involved and, uh, she was involved in the meeting today, um, as well as many of our listeners. So, um, if you want to be part of the, the power of eight group, by all means, I mean, Louie, for instance, Louie is just like, he, he is singing the praises of it. He had never really done anything or heard anything about power of eight before, and he's getting all kinds of, of benefits from it. Um, so, you know, feel free to, to jump in with, uh, with us on that. 
Um, I had mentioned to the guys while they were still on the show that I've been experimenting with this idea of I choose. And so I'm going to, uh, I'm going to finish up with that. If, if Anne Marie isn't able to get here, um, and break away from that group in time, uh, I'll make this the final topic of the day because I think it's an important one. Um, this whole idea of, of, of choosing what we do and what we focus our attention on throughout the day when we do it actively, that's what I'm learning. If I do it actively, if I do it with deliberate out loud intention, not only does it enable me to, to take ownership, I guess is the best way to say it, to take ownership of my day, but it makes me feel like I have made good choices every step of the way. And I think the reason for this is, I mean, we make choices all day long. That, that's just part of being alive, right? I mean, all you could actually describe life as one long, continuous series of choices from the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you go to sleep at night and then you start the cycle over the next day, literally throughout the day. And, and it, the choices are as simple as, well, what am I going to be looking at next? You know, what, what am I giving my attention to? You know, somebody responds, do I respond to that bell over there? Do I, do I respond to what that person said over here? Or do I respond to the television? I mean, you know, it, it's almost anything. But the point is we're making decisions throughout the day about what to respond to. And we're doing it without really recognizing in a conscious way that we're doing that. But when we add in the words, I choose, spoken out loud, what I'm finding happens is I feel like I am validating my day. And that's big. I'm validating every single thing that I'm doing through the day as I'm doing it by saying, you know, I just chose to do that. Like right now, before I do the show today, I chose to do this podcast. Now, that's actually not a hard one for me because you know how much I love doing the podcast. But earlier in the day, for instance, I was uh, I was working on a web page. Um, and I said, you know, I chose to work on this web page. And just by just the act of saying that it it almost it well, it focused my attention. It, it focused my 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 ability to stay on the topic on to stay on the job and get it done quicker and more effectively and more efficiently simply because I had out loud taken ownership of it. So um, I, I guess I'm, I'm recommending it. Give it a try. I would love to have feedback from listeners about what your, what your experience is if you try doing this. And, and, you know, filter it in as many times as you can think of throughout the day. I think I probably said it so far, probably like right now we're about 4, 42 p.m. my time. Uh, I don't know, 12, 14 times today. And even though I was doing some tasks today, some of them I really didn't want to do at all. I was kind of moving through them pretty quickly because I was using this, I choose, I choose, I choose as a way of verbally out loud describing what it is that I'm doing. And it, it, it got me through them quicker and it got me through them feeling better too. I can, I know there were, there was at least one time today where I was getting kind of depressed about I wasn't getting something done the way I wanted to. And then I used the phrase, I chose to do this. And I felt better about it instantly. I mean, this was not like it didn't take more than a second. And all of a sudden I just felt better about it. And like I also was saying to the guys earlier, if I include the word appreciate in there, so I choose to appreciate the fact that I am doing this, or I choose to appreciate that I took that phone call, or I choose to appreciate that I went to have lunch or whatever it is. It's even more powerful. Because I think it's because of the association we, we all have with the word appreciate, right? We I don't think there's anybody who has a negative association with appreciation. I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. But I'm pretty sure we all have a pretty strong, positive association with that word. 
So yeah, I thoroughly recommend it. So with that, here comes Anne-Marie checking in. So perfect timing as usual. Hey there, how you doing there? Hello, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I was just uh, filling in the gap while waiting for you to uh, come on by, by giving people an idea of who our upcoming guests are coming for the next week. we got some really cool guests coming through. So I've been filling them on that. And then, like I was telling you guys during the Power of Eight meeting, I was talking about the I Choose um, thing that I've been doing. And I ran that by the guys today. I ran it by Dan and Robert today. And they jumped on board. They they loved it. In fact, Dan said it was very similar to a, I think he called it a disruption technique that he uses that he teaches to his crew about how to basically disrupt yourself from situations where you're just, you know, you're, 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 you're in a victim format. You're in, you're in a, pl- a space of, you know, you're, you're not in control. You're not feeling like you're in control. And just by yeah. disrupting all that saying, oh, well, how do you know you're not in control and so on and so forth? He said, it sounds like you've kind of found a more direct way to do that. So it works. It's pretty cool. I like that. I, I like it a lot. And I, I, I haven't done, I was just saying earlier, I, um, just before you came on, I, I've used it probably nine or 10 times today. I haven't actually used the phrase, I choose to appreciate X other than when I was just describing it right now. I, have, mm-hmm. I, I haven't done that today, but I was doing it yesterday. And I did it at one point in the day where I was overwhelmed. I mean, I was just playing. I, I was going down that spiral, right? Yeah. I was going down yeah. into that low vibe space. And just saying, I choose to appreciate, I don't even remember what it was, but the next thing that I was doing, it was an instant bounce up. I mean, it was like one of the tools from the Taya community. You know, you, yeah. you do one of those tools and you, it, it was, it, it was almost faster. Actually, it was like, boom, all of a sudden bounce right back up. Do you know, I can so get on board with you at this because I've been doing this today. I have been feeling so overwhelmed this week. And of course you're bringing it on yourself because I'm thinking oh, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> it's a crazy week. My husband's in Barcelona. I'm working. It's that kids, everything. And so then I just list today. I've just been like, I appreciate mm. this craziness. And you know, then, and it just, just makes you feel better. You do, it's practice, but you do actually start to feel better because you're, you're remembering those feelings of appreciation and it just turns it so quickly. It does. I could, I could spend the whole day thinking, ah, or I could go, actually, I appreciate this and this is showing me something and I wonder what it's going to be and it's going to be better. So. Yeah, I completely get you. I feel we're on the same week, Mal. It's, it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's funny too how I mean because uh, we were doing the uh, during the Power of Eight meeting. Sandra was in there. Sandra Kudahar. Yeah. And, and and she was saying she was using the exact same phrase as me this week, which was like you know, that was mind blowing. She's also saying, "I choose, I choose, I choose." Wow. Well, proves we are really energetically connected. I mean. We are because that, that, um, power of eight group is just something amazing. How people's, when they're in their meditative state and they're focusing on something, people are coming up with similar things. Yeah. And I find that so fascinating how people are, you know, we attract like for like, so it kind of makes sense, but it's still pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. It is amazing. It's also cool. I mean, I was talking earlier, I was telling, inviting people who had not yet. I decided to to give it a try to contact me, Walt at LOAToday.net, and I sent them invitations and they could join the group and participate in what we're doing there. Um, but the people who have been in there and who have been partaking in it, 
including you, me, and Louis. Louis is like one of our biggest advocates right now because he never heard of Power of Eight before. And like he's on board, like, oh my God, I'm getting all this energy. I'm getting this, you know, huge, huge vibrations. Let's keep doing this, right? Yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, Luke, who's one of our listeners, he, he's having the same experience. It's, it's mm-hmm. just energy flowing. It's amazing. It is amazing. And it's yeah. great too because it means that we can, it's a way of giving support to each other. Mm. That's been a theme of mine lately, how important that support is. Um, I, I was just joking with Dan earlier because Dan and I both did a uh, summit yesterday. Um, yes. Somebody, somebody was doing a podcast summit. Were you there? I think you were there. Were you, were you in the audience? I've, I've signed up for it. It was, it was from 11 o'clock until 2 in the morning. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so it was a little I, bit late I'm for you. I'm going to get the replays. Right. But anyway, um, during my portion of that, um, I was talking about the value and importance of social connectedness. And the the example I gave, I think I've actually said this a few times on the podcast, but I'll just reiterate it. The example is a study that was done by Sean Aker from the positive psychology uh, community. He did this while he was at Harvard University. And, you know, and it, of course, when you're at Harvard University and, and you're a student there and you're in the psychology department, you're constantly being studied about everything because they're all trying to do, do studies to get their PhDs and all that kind of thing. <laughs> But uh, he was doing a study, and, and I guess something like a fifth of the entire population at Harvard participated in the study. So it was a pretty big study. He was trying to figure out how, what, what, what factors can you identify that help those who succeed to become successful? Figuring that if he could do that with Harvard, you know, highly stressed, you know, over-optimized type A Harvard students, then he could apply it also to the broader population. So he he came up with this long, long survey, like, you know, hundreds of questions on the survey, addressing everything from, you know, how often do you study and do you work in the library? Do you study in the study hall or, you know, do you have a, a group that you study in or um, do you take breaks? Do you, you know, is it the family that you came from? Do you have the like uh, the, the right uh, connections with, you know, the higher ups is, you know, all these things he was he was he, he was trying to find where the connections were. None of them were showing correlation. Not one of them. The only, the only one that showed correlation was one that he threw in on the form at the last minute at the bottom just for the heck of it. <laughs> wow. And that one was a question about your social connections. And what he found to his amazement was that there is a 0.7 correlation, which doesn't sound like a lot. It's one of the highest correlations that have ever been found in a psychology study. What it, re- what it means is that seven times out of 10, if you can identify the level of social connectedness of somebody, it will, with an accuracy of seven times out of 10, accurately predict how successful or unsuccessful that person is going to be. And to kind of give you an idea of just how big of a correlation that is, the correlation between cigarette smoking, smoking and getting cancer is 0.44. So it's almost twice the correlation of cigarette smoking leading to cancer. Find your tribe, people. Find your tribe. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. That's and then incredible, I, isn't it? It, it is incredible. It's mind blowing. I think that's why I keep you know referring to that particular study. And then I combine that with what we've talked about a lot about uh, building self esteem, building self confidence, you know, building up your self love. And when you do those things together, now I don't know that Sean has actually done a study on this. I don't know if anybody's ever done a study on this, but I would be willing to bet if you combine the power of social connectedness 
with the power of building your own self-esteem, I'll bet you that correlation jumps from 0.7 to like 0.9 or something like that. Well, we've, we've literally just had this conversation in the Power of Eight group, but if you build that relationship with yourself, then you're going to build your relationship with others. And right. that's just going to ripple. Because I just exactly find, right. since graduating from Tyre, like the contacts coming on here and all the guests that you've brought on, and you've always brought on guests that I've needed to hear from. Oh, so like good. I chat, <laughs> I chat to Maria and I'm going to be working with Kelly and mm-hmm. just so much good stuff. Josh this week, I loved his book because it was just so simply put and beautiful. I just, yeah. Just the Unicorn Within, yeah. That, that's, yeah. That's a, that, and that book is now out, which is pretty cool. But yes, I agree with you. In fact, that was also something Dan and Robert and I were talking about. Robert was very, very generously praising me for the way I've got the show put together because I keep bringing in people who are genuine. Because we were talking about, you can tell if somebody comes on to a show or onto a stage or whatever, you can tell if they're forcing it. I mean, the way he told it was um, his wife was really good at sussing people out. So he would do um, some sort of event with somebody and then that person would come off the stage and not know that his wife was his wife, thinking that she was just a staff member and then just treat her abominably. And so he'd know, well, I don't want anything to do with that person. But I was expressing the opinion like, well, I can tell that person like five minutes in, you know, it's not I don't think it's that maybe some people have trouble identifying it. I don't know. But I, I find I can identify that person pretty easily. But I combine that with the way I started this podcast, which was I wanted to learn things. So if you bring in people who are genuine and who can be your teachers, that well, that's been the philosophy behind the podcast. So when you say that I'm bringing in the people who you need to hear, that means, well, <laughs> the people I needed to hear were the people you needed to hear. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> and, and they're genuine and they're real. They don't mess around. They don't play games. They don't, they aren't into like a headspace or anything like that. They're just real people. And that works. So thank you for the validation. <laughs> I appreciate the validation. <laughs> oh, thank you for the awesomeness. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it reinforces it. Tell, okay. Yeah. I'm on the right path. I'm, I'm on the right track. You're doing the right stuff. Mm. And oh, you need for sure. that. For sure. I mean, every, I think we all need that, right? We need to know. We're doing, we're doing good, kid. We're doing good. <laughs> high five. High five. That's right. Um, one last thing I wanted to bring in, um, in the last few minutes before we're done here. And by the way, thank you for jumping in. I appreciate that. No um, is that with all these guests coming on, there's going to be energetic shakeup on the show for a while. And so like I, I made the announcement earlier, Jackie Gates, withdrawing from the show. Cindy, Cindy Chavez has been on the show with me for five years. She's taking a hiatus for a bit. I think there's going to be other stuff like that. That's going to happen. People are going to mm-hmm. you know, make shifts in their, their schedules and so forth. And I, I, I say that quite honestly, because I've been anticipating it. <laughs> really? I'm not kidding. Yeah. Um, I was talking with Cindy yesterday about this, how I didn't know that she and Jackie were going to drop out, but about, a week after the summit, I got this really strong urge to start bringing in lots of guests. Like, do it right now. It was that kind of a thing. But so it it was meant to happen. Yeah, it was uh, like I was getting a signal. Like, yeah. you know, you you, you want to keep the show going. You love doing it. You're going to need to make some some changes right now. So, the, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is this is this is not unanticipated. 
<laughs> this is, but it's going to be a shakeup. The things are going to happen. It, there's going to be changes. And maybe that's kind of what needs to happen. Well, things don't change and develop when they stay the same. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, let's, let's, we're, you know, we're coming up to our 10 year anniversary. I know. How about that? Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool so, when that happens. It's, it's like, it feels, I mean, you and I have always said, I think we said at the end of last year on the show, you know, 2022 is going to be a pivotal year mm. for us. We feel that. So this is, this is the shakeup to start that. That's right. That's exactly right. In fact, I got that message from Maria, Maria Elizabeth Van Eker, who was on the show and she was part of my summit and all that. Um, and she's the one who listeners will remember. She's the one who during the summit, Dan was doing the blasting through oh. your blocks routine and blasted right through her fibromyalgia pain. And it's still gone, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. No, I spoke to her last week and she was saying she that she's yeah. just pain free still. Yeah. Incredible. So, so there's an example of, you know, huge change in 2022 already. And that was just in January. Mm. And in fact, she just sent me a message just yesterday saying, this is going to be a big year for you. And I said, Oh, okay. Thank you. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're right. I guess that's the point. I think you're right. This is going to be a big, big shift this year, big change. Hmm. And it's going to be a good one. So thank you for yeah. being a part of it. Oh, absolutely. My pleasure. You know, I'm rooting for you the whole way. <laughs> I know you are. It's nice. It, it's nice to have people in my corner. It really is. That's the social connectedness part, by the way. It really is. I think about how blessed I am to have so many people here on the show and listeners in the audience who are supporting what we're doing. It's like, wow, that just feels really good. Oh, look at your lovely smile. It does. It's just like this little tingles going up and down my spine. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I'm still going to enjoy the, the, the tingles, even if I'm talking here. That's all there is to it. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we got uh, Jesse Herndon coming tomorrow, uh, along with uh, WG and Neil. So that's going to be a good thing to look forward to. I went through the list of who's coming next week. I'll, I'll try to put together a roster of, of who's coming in the following week so I can do some promos to let people know about them. But we've got some good people coming through. It's going to be a really interesting time. And uh, we hope you stay with us. And I hope you uh, do a little subscribe and share. If you aren't subscribed, most people are subscribed. But if you aren't, Subscribe and, and share it because this is going to be the time to let other people know, okay, this show is growing. It's expanding. It's, we're, we're, we're doing what we've, we've been talking about doing, right? We're talking about life now. It's far beyond yes. law of attraction. So join us, join us along the way. This is going to be a fun ride. So thank you for jumping at the last minute. Thank you for, for like filling in with me because that made it really easy to do the last part of the show. Very much appreciate it. And uh, I want to thank uh, Robert and Dan for, well, you, you got to play the, when, when you have a chance, play back the first part of the episode. Those two, they're, they're hysterical. <laughs> Getting okay, them in the same. You got, you got, you got to hear that part. Really, really cool. But thank you guys for uh, for the role that you played. And uh, Alex, I hope your uh, internet actually resolves. She couldn't join the show today. She has no internet. Like her oh, internet really? got knocked out. Yeah. And the way she put it is, it's, what's even worse is she can't watch television. She's like a TV addict. So she loves it. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So she's, so she's getting, um, she, she's getting a, a, a course lesson in how to live life without a television right now. Oh, well, let's send, uh, internet vibes. Absolutely. Yep. So bring it's it back. Fun. All right. So Alex, they're coming your way. It may not be eight of us, but there's two of us and there's all the listeners. So. 
<laughs> all right. So anyway, thank you very much. Thank you, podcast listeners everywhere. And we will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.